Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash I do. going on what's up guys thank you for tuning in we hope you guys are having a wonderful 
day, wherever you're listening to this, or night. Yeah. Or... <laughs> That's, those are the only two options, I guess. Day or night Day or, or mid-afternoon or... I'm always just picturing <laughs> our listeners, like where they are. Are you in your car? Are you pumping iron at the gym? You're on a run? Walking the dog? Where are you listening from? We want to know. Please tell us. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> join the Love Tribe group on Facebook. Check that out and let us know how and where you listen to the podcast. Where do you usually listen to your podcast? If you listen oh, together. You listen when you're doing the dishes. I listen to podcasts, <laughs> not our podcast, but podcasts in general. Kind all of the time. All the time. Definitely cannot do the dishes without listening to one. <laughs> I was about to say, but definitely when you're doing the dishes. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in wherever you're listening from. We have another great show for you where we welcome Dave and Susan Kenny, who are the founders of a therapeutic wellness center called Amergo Recovery in Canada. And they share with us some tips to improve our brain health and overall health and bring that into the relationship. And as we talk about in the show, we don't generally think about taking care of our health and our brain in order to improve a relationship, but it's really the foundation. So a lot of important stuff in today's show on how you can do that. And as always, thank you guys for listening, for sharing the podcast with a friend, for supporting our sponsors and for joining the love tribe and doing the 14 day happy couple challenge. All of that supports us. And we uh, really appreciate you guys for everything you do. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's show is brought to you by our online course, Spark My Relationship. Create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner in less than 90 days. We've collaborated with 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients. To unlock a special offer only for I Do Podcast listeners, visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. That's sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. Hi, Dave and Susan. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It's absolutely our pleasure, Sarah. Hi, Hi Sarah. Hi, Chase. Thank you. Today, we're going to talk about how a brain-first approach to our lives can enhance our sex life. And we thought a good place to start would be having you guys tell us what a brain-first approach looks like. Well, Chase, thanks very much. And it's really weird to, to begin to talk about brain and our sex life. How does that connect? But ultimately, the brain drives behavior. And it also drives our bodies as well, our functionality, our nervous system and, and our autonomic nervous system and, and how things work. So if you really want to all um, impact and optimize every area of your life, you need to be aware of and think about brain health and how does brain drive behavior, stress, mindfulness, uh, and, and how can we physically benefit from a healthier brain? So the part of the brain that actually is driving relationships is, is called the temporal lobe. It sits right above the ears. And when it isn't functioning properly or when it's out of balance, we're going to struggle in relationships. It's obviously neuroscience 
super complicated. We're very complex. There's lots of chemicals going on and we don't really necessarily think about that. We just think about we're angry at our partner for <laughs> for doing something or we're arguing or or whatever. So really taking a step back and thinking about how we can improve our brain functioning is sounds like like the obvious place to start, but for some reason we don't necessarily do that. And you guys have outlined, you know, some things to recognize, but some tools to have a more brain first approach to our lives. So can you talk a little bit about some of the things we can do in our life to to take that approach? You're absolutely right, Chase. I mean, no one's ever taught us in general about brain health. And uh, I grew up in an era where when we used to think that whatever we had in our brain, if we wrecked it and, and did things, we were done. That's not the case. And you know, there's a uh, the brain is not rigid. It forever is growing and changing based on our environments. And that's part of our evolutionary thing. And it's called neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity is the brain's ability not only to rewire, but to grow larger when I'm, when I'm in an enriched environment. And Marion Diamond, a doctor in the 60s, she figured this out. And she was the first report on neuroplasticity. Her work really wasn't accepted until about 20 years ago. And so the brain's ability to change and, and also in an impoverished environment, my brain shrinks and my brain function diminishes. So you, you've already just identified, you know, it's really hard to be, feel intimate when I've had frustration and anger and I'm anxious about the future. Um, but, but when you work in a world of taking care of my brain, what foods do I, the exercise, what does my brain love and how can I uh, positively impact my brain? those arguments and those frustrations become very minimal. And so the opportunity, as Susan just talked about, the opportunity to create greater connection becomes there for a couple. And I, I would add, so here's what we, we invite people to focus on in order to begin to be, have better neuroplasticity. The first is food. The, the brain needs to be fed. It needs to have hydration. And so focusing on Proteins that are, are very good to feed the brain, good fats, which are coconut oil, avocado oil, olive oil, having avocados themselves, and lots of fruit and vegetables. The brain loves to have all of these nutrients in balance. Then movement is very important. So whatever type of movement you like, it doesn't matter. Just get the body moving because then the oxygen flow is much better to the brain. Then sleep. Sleep is under, absolutely underrated. And the brain goes through a process at night where we, we know we have a lymphatic system that drains overnight and, and washes out the body. But the brain has a glymphatic system, which does the same thing. It's like a power washer for the brain at night. And so going through this process, you, you get into a deep REM sleep you feel very well rested and you wake up feeling very well rested. And so that's an important part of life and relationships. Learning to breathe, really breathing in a diaphragmatic sense and really getting the oxygen into the brain is important. And breathing just makes us feel better. We feel more connected mind to body. So eating right, exercising, getting the right sleep, it all seems so basic, yet obviously it's so hard. So why is it such a big struggle for us as humans to just 
do these little basic health conscious things to, to bring us into a healthier mind and body for our relationships? Well, that's a wonderful question, Sarah. I mean, the whole fitness industry is built on that. They know in January their you know their sales boom, and by March everybody's disappeared from from the gym, and and that really is about following through on things. But but I have a really difficult time doing that when I'm looking for relief from an overactive brain, and I'm using things like cigarettes, marijuana, alcohol. I have a really hard time embracing all of this stuff. And so this is really, if I could offer a 30-day opportunity, I don't like the word a 30-day challenge, but a 30-day opportunity for people to focus on better brain health and going back to these ancestral patterns, exercise and movement. The brain loves oxygen. And if I can, from an intimate point of view for a second, all of our body parts and our intimate body parts, guys, work a lot better when we have better blood flow. So oxygen and movement, help there. And then all of these foods and le- and alcohol is not a brain food. It's not, it's not healthy to a brain. And marijuana is not healthy to a brain. It actually damages um, the neural structures and firing in the brain. And there's all sorts of scans and images that show that. May it bring temporary relief to some, somebody with anxious absolute, anxiety? Absolutely. But on long term, we're not helping the brain and the body. So we're talking about moving into a state of Learning to love your brain, Sarah. And when you learn to love your brain, actually, I'm going to share with you, it doesn't become hard because you look at food and you go, is that good for my brain or bad for my brain? And when you make that uh, distinction, it becomes actually pretty motivating. So we we have a full-on residential program and people come and stay four to six weeks with us. We focus on, on brain and lifestyle. And so the things that bring about the healing... The only difference with people in crisis and people that are doing really well in life is that the brain is functioning well. So I I like what Dave said. Once you know the power of the brain, it becomes easy to structure your day like that because it feels so good. If if I can, I'll give you a a great story here, Sarah. Uh, A a good friend of mine, he was really excited. They got a couple of young kids, a couple of young boys, a beautiful family. And he and his wife were really excited. They, they planned this date on a Friday night and they got their best favorite sitter and got her booked. And they were they're excited and they got dressed and they went out to one of their favorite restaurants and they had their their meal and they had some wine. And at the end of it, they had a, a, a pastry dessert and they had fries with gravy and they had all this stuff. And he was kind of really looking forward to an intimate evening with his wife. And I know she was, too. And he said, by the time they got home, all he could do is lay on the couch and he had went into kind of a coma, took a nap. And the date was over and they lost the mojo. They both did. And so what I'm suggesting is, is that what happens with the sugar intake there and the insulin and then, then I have a crash after that. Oh, man, that kind of defeats the excitement of what we were really looking forward to all week long. Chase and I are both guilty of the sugar hangovers, even though we know better. We know that the next morning we're going to wake up feeling crappy. Sometimes it's just so hard to resist, but we know <laughs> we're guilty that, of that, it. But I want you to get that that's the brain and the gut that's craving that. Right, right. Both the brain and the gut can be craving those those fast carbs. And sugar reacts in a brain like 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 newspaper in a fire. It burns super hot, very short, and then the fire is gone. And what we're, what we're suggesting is to build a big fire with big logs and your energy level, your stamina, your intimacy, your connection, all are enhanced. A, a nice way to reset, if, if people are having challenges with sugar, 
and and in particular trying to get uh, a, a better way of eating underway. There's a plan called Whole30, and Melissa and Dallas Hartwig created this in a number of years ago. It's the thing that we use to help people reset the gut and the brain. And so Whole30 is just eating whole foods for 30 days and changing your relationship with food. And it's not a denial program. It's paleo-based, but it does have a powerful effect to reset the brain and the gut. And so sometimes it's helpful to use a plan. Whole30 is the plan that we would recommend. We love all this stuff. And I think it's important to reiterate most of our show topics cover communication, building intimacy, all of these things that are very important to a relationship. And we don't talk a whole lot about lifestyle and brain health like we're talking about here. And it's like you can have all the communication tools you want. You have the best of intentions. But when your brain is hijacked by a lack of sleep or too much sugar or a hangover from the night before, those things kind of go out the window. So I think I want to just highlight that, that obviously all of our listeners are taking the information from our podcast and trying to apply it to their lives. And in lifestyle, like the, the, the movement, the things we're talking about aren't maybe on the top of their list of things to improve the relationship. Like they're like, we got to communicate better. We got to stop having these nagging arguments. But it's like, if you don't have the foundation of a, of good sleep, the, the things we're talking about, health, movement, breathing, then it's going to be really hard to communicate well. And, and so it, this is such an important work and it's, it's pretty obvious, you know, it's not, it's not rocket science, but I think it's important to remind ourselves. And I remember, I think it was Clinton uh, who may not be the best person to go to for relationship advice, but before, <laughs> before meetings, he would ask like, did you, you know, how was your uh, sleep the night before? And have you eaten yet? Because that's going to affect the way a person acts. You know, if you're dealing with a diplomat or, or whatever, like we use the term hangry, like if you're hungry and angry, <laughs> they got those Snickers commercials, you know, that you're not, you're not you when you're hungry. And it's like, maybe wait to have that conversation about the thing you guys are arguing about till after lunch or until the next morning when you've had a good night's sleep are important things to remember. I love where, I love where you're going. You've introduced a lot of topics there, Chase, but the, the communication piece that you're talking about is both being expressive in a respectful manner and hearing the person, not, not just listening to them. And in all of that in communication is controlled by a brain. And when a brain is stuck in an imbalanced state, when I'm, when I'm overactive and I'm, let's say I'm in a, in a pair, in a sympathetic state, sympathetic, the nervous system is comprised with sympathetic, which is fight or flight or the gas pedal, parasympathetic, which is I'm more emotionally closed off and shut down like the parking brake on in the car. And when I am coming from that place, my communication is going to be strained to say the least. And what I, what I'm suggesting is that as we help our brain, our communication, even in a couple, is absolutely going to change. We live a brain-healthy lifestyle. We, believe it or not, Susan occasionally gets frustrated with me. <laughs> but, but the difference is 
our ability to let go of that and our ability to hear each other and our ability to express it to each other. And then the other thing that you mentioned, um, in, 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 um, I'll, I'll run with you that if Clinton is to be credited with it, that's fine. And I'm good with that. But it, it's more than just, have you eaten today? Because if you have eaten a bagel and toaster strudels and, and had a pounded down a glass of orange juice, all you've done is put carbs in. And in a couple hours, the hangries are going to be there. Your focus is going to uh, be affected. Your attention is going to be affected, whether that's at work or at home. And, and even a home on the weekend with your family, your, your temper is going to be much shorter. And that's going to take away from intimacy. So it's not just have you eaten, it's what you've eaten and how have you started your day. So when Dave and I travel, one of the best things is uh, going to an all-inclusive. And because we don't drink alcohol and we eat really well, we get the best of the resort. Because we, w- we watch the other people with their eyeballs bleeding in the morning. And we're up at 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock. We're walking the beach. There is nobody around. And and then we always love watch, watching people. And, and they're arguing. Couples are arguing as, as the trip goes on, right? You know, you all arrive on the same day. You all leave on the same day. And um, And we just feel more connected. We feel more grounded. We get all of the adventures. We can book things early. So we get the advantage of not having lineups. But it does make a big difference to our relationship. The way that we move, eat, and sleep makes a massive difference. So we even track sleep with something called the Aura Ring, and it's uh, O-U-R-A. And knowing how you're sleeping is very, very important to how you feel. So we use a lot of diagnostic tools to help us understand what's happening in the brain, how sleep is working. We work with our natural path quite a bit for our own personal health. And it it absolutely makes a difference to our relationship. You mentioned breathing earlier, and we've had discussions on the show about like tantric breathing exercises. And, and I know when Sarah and I have done just breathing meditation, I mean, even just taking one deep inhalation and exhalation makes you feel better. Can you talk a little bit more about the exercises we can do uh, with breathing. Let's take a break to talk about today's sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Native. Native creates safe, simple, effective deodorants that smell amazing and actually work. We can vouch for that. That's like the point of them, right? <laughs> it is the so point. you don't smell. <laughs> it is. Their formula contains simple ingredients that you can understand and read so you know everything that is in your deodorant. Native is aluminum-free and it's also vegan and never tested on animals. Native has over 10 scents for men and women, including their classic scents like our personal favorite, coconut and vanilla, plus rotating seasonal scents so that you're guaranteed to find one you love. They also offer an unscented formula and a baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. And if you're still not convinced with our recommendation and how much we love them, check out their over 9,000 five-star reviews from happy customers who've made the switch to Native. Try Native risk-free with free returns and exchanges in the U.S. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code IDO20 during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code IDO20 do 20 at checkout. Today's episode is also brought to you by our course, Spark My Relationship. 
You're listening to the podcast, so you probably want to create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner. And if you can do it in less than 90 days, even better. We say it all the time on the show, a mediocre relationship is easy, but a passionate, authentic, and satisfying relationship takes work. It doesn't just happen on its own. And that's why Sarah really did all the heavy lifting on this, and you created <laughs> this course with the therapists that we've had on the show to really help you with the specific tools, exercises needed to create the lasting and positive improvements rather than just listening to the show and not really implementing them. This is a great way to have some accountability in a structured format to put the tools that we talk about on the show into practice. You can do this in 90 days, you can do it from home, and it is self-paced. So it is perfect for turning up the heat in your relationship, having some fun together, and really revolutionizing your intimacy and communication. And like Chase mentioned before, we've worked with 15 psychologists and therapists to bring you the strategies that marriage therapists teach their clients. And just some of those strategies are how to eliminate unhelpful old habits, develop mindful awareness to help improve stress management, learn healthy and successful communication tools, create a deeper, more intimate bond and strengthen your couple micro culture and future together. So for our listeners only, we are offering a special promo for the course. You can find it at sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock, and you can access a special pricing just for you guys. So again, check out sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock for your special promo. Check it out. Don't waste <laughs> any more time. Do, Do it. it. <laughs> Yeah, the, one of the best things that you can do for the brain chase, and you can do it right away, is breathing out twice as long as you breathe in. So we, we do something called Ziva meditation and mindfulness in the program. And Emily Fletcher is out of New York. And one of the things that she teaches, she calls it 2x breath. And breathing in for four seconds, breathing out for eight, breathing in for five, breathing out for 10. It has an immediate effect to ground the, the body and to change the whole brain into a, a parasympathetic or a, a very grounded response. So it's called rest and digest. And when the brain is operating from that side, the left side, you're much more calm and, and not apt to react to something. So 2x breath. Chase, if I could jump in on that too. One of the things I really encourage everybody to to protect your last hour, if not two hours, but please protect your last 60 minutes before bed. Uh, think about setting an alarm for bedtime, not for wake. Well, you can for awake time, but you should be getting up for great sleep. Get up at the same time every day, seven days a week, but also set your alarm for an hour before sleep. And when I say sleep, I don't, I'm not, I don't mean you're climbing into bed and to read. I mean, you were shutting the lights down, but that last hour, Get off of technology. Blue light actually tricks the brain and changes it and shuts down melatonin. And the melatonin is not released due to the blue light, which is very different than a, than a reading light. And, and so it changes how the brain functions and, and we're not setting up for sleep. So how does this impact intimacy? Just think for a minute. You get the kids to bed and you've done all that stuff. And, 
and the couple will you know, get together and that last hour they turn technology off and and now what you're going to work you can work on breathing you can talk to each other about the day you can connect we love asking each other what's the best part of your day and you might actually whether there's sex involved or not you will enhance your intimacy as a couple we think this is so important and something that we need to start mm-hmm. doing because our habit is to read on the phone and kind of go into our own little world, especially like you're saying, like an hour before bedtime. And I, I just, as you were saying that, I just realized back in the summer, Sarah and I were apart and I was on a surf trip and I was getting up at like five every day and I felt really great. I, my mornings, I felt like a lot of energy and I, I made a conscious effort during that trip not to be on my phone, like at all, really, in a, which included before bedtime. And so now that I think of it, I think that's a big reason is that, you know, that blue light and just that kind of mind numbingness um, before bed, you know, you're scrolling through social media or whatever. So if I can do that when we're together and if we're both doing that, that's going to have positive impact. I'm going to start it tonight. You ready? All right. Let's do it. <laughs> 30 days. We're going to go, Sarah. Let's do it. In. And, and, but part, part of what you just introduced, though, Chase, is play. The brain loves play. And we as adults go, ah, you know, and, but we really do. And we also love nature. That's the science of biophilia and how we feel around animals and pets and also in nature. And it does have a, a, a dramatic impact on our bodies and, and as well as our brain. But you're talking about a structure. I want to offer you something. Um, Susan, do you want to talk about the Cindy Crawford solution and structure? <laughs> this is one of her favorites. Hang on. So Cindy Crawford is about my age. And um, I think she's absolutely stunning, beautiful, gorgeous woman. And I was reading an article about her and her husband and, and what they do in terms of relationship and intimacy. They have very busy lives. They schedule their intimate time. So as soon as I read that, like if it's good for Cindy Crawford, it is good for me. And, and that's something Dave and I do on a regular basis. And so imagine getting an invitation from your partner saying, oh, here's, here's the time, here's the place, do you accept? And I'll look at my calendar and, and accept. Here's what it does for me is I'm going to get my hair looking good. I am dressed up. I'm ready. And I've shut everything else off. And, and so since we started applying that, it, at first people were saying, well, that doesn't sound very sexy. It is. Knowing that you're going to have this intimate date coming up is very sexy. Chase, I'll take it to the guys. If I know I'm going on a golf outing, you know you're going surfing. You get excited for that and you prepare for that. And then we all want and crave deeper intimacy and a connection. Oh, fellas, I'm telling you, it works miracles. We've talked about that on the show in the past. And I think people's initial reaction is like, oh, it's unromantic or it takes it out. But like you're saying, it's really not. What's unromantic is just being off and not being doing busy anything and being tired and, you know, <laughs> The kids are going to soccer practice and you got, 
you're never aligning with your partner, you're on your phone, but using technology as an advantage, have a shared calendar, put, if you're scheduling sex, put that on there. If you're scheduling, you know, uh, just a time to, to hang out, but use that as a, a tool rather than something that uh, can be bringing you guys further apart. We, um, we actually have a phrase in our household. It's, it's called happy time. So if I get the invite for happy time, I know what's coming. And it was, um, that was one of our, uh, one of our children. When he started to develop into his teenage years, he, uh, he pulled us aside one day and he said, look, we have to have a talk. And he said, oh my gosh, <laughs> this sounds serious. He says, we need to talk about happy time. <laughs> that was, you know, as teenagers are coming, it's like, oh, okay. And his complaint was, he said, uh, he said, look, you know, it's got to be more structured. Like if, if, if I get up out of bed or, you know, something. So he was telling us, so our, what we said back to him was, look, when you go to bed, stay in bed. That's your solution. There you go. That's funny. We'll be having that conversation with our four-year-old uh, probably sooner than later. Chase, I felt uncomfortable when we first started it. It, it felt weird. And I said this, I'm a, I'm a spontaneous guy. What? But once I got past that, and, and actually, I've, as I looked back, it just felt uncomfortable. I've never done that. You're not supposed to do that. And yet what I've learned is, is I'm actually respecting my partner's space. And it's an invitation. And sometimes she's gone, are you crazy? And eh, I don't know. And here's why. And here's my day or here's what's happening. And then we were able to talk about that. Uh, but it, again, I'm going to go back to if you're surfing and you schedule surf day on Saturday, you know, the family, the kids and this, and you're look at least for me, I, I'm a golfer. I'd I get excited about going golf the next day. And so uh, it, I have found it to enhance our intimate relationship. You mentioned play. How can we introduce more play into our relationship? That's a great question. And every, every moment. So Dave and I are really goofy. And um, if there's a song playing in a store, and it's a great song. He'll come up and, and we'll just start dancing. doesn't matter who's standing there. It's about us. This is an intimate connection for us. Um, we, when we go to Costco, we buy very, very large amounts because we run a recovery program. So we're always getting the big cart. I'll, I'll do things like sit on the end of the cart and pretend that I'm you know, directing him left to right or go straight. And it's, it's interesting, whenever we do things like that, there's people who love it and they look at us and you, and you can see them smile and it's like we're giving them permission to have fun and to play in life. And there's people who are totally put out by it. And the, the funnest one was not long ago, we were at Costco doing that. And there was a, a fellow who looked at me and big smile and, you know, he's laughing and, oh, wow, you guys are awesome. And his wife slugged them on the shoulder and said, stop looking at them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> right? So it's like, oh, no fun in your house. <laughs> There's nothing happening there. But for us, it, it is daily. And um, it's as often as we can. And, and we try to include as many people as we can into our play. So whether that's out at a restaurant or out at a store um, with our clients at our recovery program, 
we the other night I I we have a circular dining room light, and at the end of the meal, I tried to shoot it like it was a basketball hoop on the table. So it's anything. We we really bring play into a lot of just our daily routine. I would I would even say break out the board games, turn all the electronics off, find a board game, break out a board game. Um, a, a great thing, and it, unfortunately, it's starting to be pretty cold up here in, in the fall in, in Canada this time of year. So their walks are decreasing. But after dinner, a walk at a park, you know, as the sun's setting, it's warm air. Uh, do I feel connected, and, and again, exercise and oxygen. And the last time we were at the park about ten days ago, I got on the swings and I got on the slide and started to. You know, I was I was pretty tight. I'm a lot larger than most small children are, but it was fun. It connected me back with that inner child again. And and it's funny because there was other children on the equipment there, and all of their parents were just sitting off, not really paying attention to them. And here's this you know very tall adult, and the kids are even looking at me like, "What is she doing? Why is she up here?" But that's introducing play into life. Going back to the story of the lady that kind of gave you that snarky look at the at the store at Costco, how do you combat those people that judge you? And how would you what advice would you give somebody who wants to try to be more playful but maybe is afraid of being judged? But how would you get them to kind of just take that leap to just do it? What kind of self pep talk could you give them? There's a, there's a great book that I highly recommend that was life-changing for me, and, and it's a staple. It's the first book that everybody reads in the program. It's called The Four Agreements. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so the, the Four Agreements, when you start to lead your life like this, I, I remember it by saying it's your iPad instead of your iPad. So it's be impeccable with your word. Number two is don't take anything personally. Number three is don't make assumptions. And number four is always do your best. So in situations like that, when, when somebody has a reaction, I, I go back to, you know, I, I don't take it personally because I have no idea what's going on in their lives. And I don't make assumptions about whether that was directed at me or not directed at me. So that's, that's my response to most things in life is, is to not take it personally. It, I mean, it's it's not about us. And Sarah, when you get to that place that, you know, her, her judgment isn't about us. It's about what makes her comfortable or uncomfortable. And really, it's just a smile. I actually smile and, and, and it's, a, it's a true smile. It's just a smile of life. And on I go. I mean, it, it's true that I will grab Susan in a store and we will dance. I, I want to be respectful of people around. I mean, it, it's not a... Um, anything inappropriate, but it is fun. And I light up, she lights up. Sometimes people around us actually light up. Sometimes they don't. And that's okay. It's like the the saying, kill them with kindness. And it's a lot easier, like you said, when it's genuine, you're genuinely smiling at them because because you're you're happy and you're having fun. So it, it makes yeah. it a lot easier. You're right, Sarah. The, the intention isn't to get attention. The intention for Dave and I is to connect to each other. 
and to do something to shake it up. You know, we, we lead a life that is incredibly serious. The clients that we have, uh, most of them have attempted suicide. Most are battling addiction or uh, anxiety, depression, and, and we are the last resource that they've tried. So we live a very serious life, moment to moment to moment, which could get very overwhelming. And so that's how we break it up, is to bring balance to our lives. We've got this very serious business. And so we, we like to have as much fun as we can. It's, it's also important as a couple to have our own time. Um, Susan loves spa days and, and I, I love surprising a couple times a year out of, out of nowhere for no reason. Um, I'm not a big fan of, uh, Valentine's day. I don't like that. A calendar tells me when I have to show my gratitude and appreciation, although I still do, cause man, if I don't, but, but to surprise her with a gift card or, um, uh, whether, you know, at a, at a favorite spa that uses the product she loves, uh, for her, she honors and actually kicks me out the door sometimes for golf and things like that. So. Uh, part of the play is also making sure that that we take care of ourselves, and when we do that, we bring greater energy um, into the relationship. And the partner doesn't have that sense of resentment; they're really excited for their their partner. You mentioned that there is a potential not cure for a migraine, but help for migraine, and I get tons of headaches. So. Do you have any advice? Absolutely. I do. I absolutely, from a brain, again, from a brain point of view, if you suffer from headaches and migraines, orgasm is fantastic for the nervous system. So you're welcome to all the men that just heard that, that have wives that have headache, but it absolutely makes a difference. It's, it relaxes the brain and the nervous system. It sends out different chemicals, um, yeah, absolutely fantastic if anybody's suffering with migraines or headaches. Well, Dave and Susan, you have given us some great things to think about, to remind us the importance of paying attention to our brain health, inserting play into our lives. I think having a four-year-old, they're just always playing and Stella is so happy. And I think it is kind of a intrinsic part of of being a human and we kind of lose that as we become adults so we love uh inserting that as well and before we wrap up are there any things that you want to highlight or that we missed that that we can remind our listeners and then we'll say goodbye yeah thanks for the opportunity chase one thing that i was thinking about during our conversation is relationships are about creating memories through adventure and adventure doesn't mean that it's always a wonderful experience, a happy, blissful experience. Adventure as a couple is working through challenges sometimes, you know, being stuck at the airport and they've canceled flights. And those are the great memories, but you're building those relationship things that are special just to the two of you. And Dave and I, every morning, we, it's very sacred time for us. We get up um, very early. We, we have a routine where we connect for about 20 to 30 minutes every morning and just get prepared for the day, just the two of us. And we talk about those past experiences. And sometimes it's like, oh my God, you know, I remember when and oh, oh, it's so bad. But it's a shared experience as a couple. And that's what makes it intimate. That is an important reminder. And 
and uh, remind Sarah and I that we need to, we've had some adventures, but revisiting them, mm-hmm. even creating new ones, but revisiting old ones uh, is a beautiful thing. So thank you for that reminder. And thank you guys so much for coming on the show. So before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find out more about you guys online? Absolutely. Thanks, Chase. We're at, uh, the program that we run is called Emergle Recovery. Emergle is a Latin word. It means to emerge or to rise above. And that's what we're all about, is we're about helping people to rise above in their life and achieve the goals and the happiness that they, they seek. And Emergle is E-M-E-R-G-O, recovery.com. And when you go there, you'll find um, emails and phone numbers there to, to connect with us. And uh, it's just a, uh, it's a great opportunity to be able to share some of our brain health tips with you um, and, and uh, how to help people create greater intimacy. And ultimately, Chase, if I can say this, that when, when a couple or a person in a, in a relationship feels intimacy is lacking, and sometimes I've done this and I've been, come on, I, I turn inward and go, what can I bring? What can I do? And, and I leave the place of being a victim and I become empowered and a creator in our relationship by I own the responsibility myself. I own 100% of it. Susan owns 100% of it. And so when I turn inward and say, what can I do to create greater intimacy? It really does have a great impact on both of us. That's when I get an invitation. <laughs> Happy time. <laughs> Happy time. Awesome. <laughs> Well, great. Well, thank you guys so much again. And we'll have all the links to your website and everything you mentioned today on our website and in the podcast description. And uh, it was a pleasure having you two on the show. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Chase. Thanks for your work in this world and uh, um, really uh, do appreciate it and go love tribe. Hi guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, all the links are in the show notes page, as well as on the podcast description. And while you're on our website, we encourage you guys to check out our 14 day happy couple challenge. We send you an email for 14 days with simple, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And on our website, we also have a bunch of free resources for your relationship. So we encourage you to check those out. Uh, We also have our love tribe on Facebook. Uh, We encourage you guys to join the tribe and uh, be there for support for each other. If you have questions or just need some relationship advice, we are all here for each other. Um, The group has grown to almost a thousand people um, and we love it. So we hope you guys join that. You can go to Facebook, Love Tribe Fam. And you'll find us right there. And if you are interested in learning more about our flagship course, Spark My Relationship, we hope you guys check it out. We have a special offer that is only for podcast listeners. So you can go to sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock and you can unlock that special offer and learn more. As always, thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week. listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com